Welcome to Red Wine White Couch. Thank you so much for tuning in to our first episode. We're so happy to have you here. We are. So should we start with um, introducing ourselves? Let's do that. Let's. Okay. How about you start? Okay. um, I'm Phoebe, Phoebe Ann Roberts. Um, I'm from New York and I study Russian at the University of St. Andrews. Um... Do you have anything else to add to me, Junia, that you think is Um, pertinent to my personality? Well, so what really stood out when I first met you, well, when I first met Phoebe, so this is the story. Oh, we have to to talk about the first time we met. We totally forgot about that. We'll start with that. We'll start with that. (laughs) So basically, there's um, this big music festival at St. Andrews. So we're both students at St. Andrews. And um, there's this big, yeah, in Scotland. So there's this music festival at the beginning of the year called Starfields. And basically it's just, um, it's music all day and you sort of, you're drinking all day. It's a fun time. So basically I went with my friends and Phoebe went with hers. And um, I'm sort of a natural drifter. So of (laughs) course I drifted away from my friends. Um, Took me forever. I... Long story short, I didn't find my friends again, but I did find Phoebe. So I just heard this, I was just, you know, I was also wandering around, but with my friends, and I heard this little voice just say, I like your jumpsuit, and there was Junia, like an angel, appearing like an angel before me. She was just sitting there all by herself. Oh my god. And I was like... That's literally, yeah, I was literally sitting there by myself. I just feel like, it was just like destiny, like we just became friends right away. I was like... We just got to talking, um, and I just knew that we'd be friends. But you continue with the story. No, like, I, I knew it straight away. I looked, yeah. I looked at you, and I was like, oh, my God, I love her jumpsuit. And I knew where it was from. I'm going to murder, like, the um, pronunciation, but it's, like, a Natalie Dumay I think that was jumpsuit. the correct it was, pronunciation. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was so pretty. And I also noticed your APC bag. Oh, it's Demi-Lune, which I just noticed. Yes. I noticed your whole ensemble and your beautiful face and spirit that oh was shining God. through. Um, oh and God, then, that's so sweet. and then I think we had just been friends for about two or three minutes, and uh, my sister and I lured you back to our apartment. Because... Yeah, back to your lair, and I was like, <laughs> "Yes, I'm coming with you." Because so I go with yeah. these <laughs> random girls who I don't know at all back to their house, which is probably not advisable. Don't um, if you're listening. Don't yeah, do that. Don't do this. No, don't do this. <laughs> but. Um, they lured me back. Phoebe's like, I have these boots that you should see. And I was like, I want to see them. (laughs) So that's basically the story of how we met. And also turns out, um, that she grew up in an area that, um, in a building that I'm very, um, familiar with in In New York. York. I know. Such a small, small world. A coincidence. Um, And our birthdays are one month apart. Oh, yes. I'm an Aries born on March 23rd, and Judy is a Taurus born born on April 23rd. It's very exciting. Yes. Yes. And our, yeah. Yeah. Our moon and rising signs are like 
opposites. Which oh is yes. Really fun. Should we talk about that? Should we just talk about our ast- astrological signs, just so everyone knows? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, um, so I this this is part of my introduction. Uh, I'm an Aries with my Moon in Scorpio and a rising Leo, and astrology is something I'm very interested in. Um, so we'll be talking a lot about that on the pod. And Junia, do you want to tell us your signs? Yes. Um, so I didn't know about rising and moon signs before I met Phoebe. And I actually didn't know too much about astrology, but I've learned a lot through Phoebe. And every time I meet her and there's like some really cool event going on in the world or, you know, something tragic like this pandemic or, you know, love lives, you know, all of that stuff. I sort of ask Phoebe, hey, can you read my chart? Can you read like the world right now and tell me what's going on? So (laughs) basically, but anyways, I'm a Taurus and I'm a Scorpio rising and a moon Leo. And I sort of know what those mean, but not perfectly. Well, in a future episode, we'll really delve into astrology and talk about our own birth charts. And everything. And also a and a because I know that people love. Oh, yes. Um, people love these astrological Q&As. Um, yeah, so, it's rare. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Phoebe. Um, that's kind of me. And Junia, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, so basically, I'm half Icelandic, half Chinese. Um, I grew up in Iceland for the most part, but also grew up moving back and forth to Washington, D.C., so that explains this heinous accent. No, <laughs> it's, beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's <laughs> beautiful. No, but um, anyways, I study international relations at um, St. Andrews, recently quit econ because it was eating my soul, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I play the violin, which is my only personality trait. I think it's a great one. I think it's a great one if it's your only one. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But actually, and that's one of our uniting factors when... um, Yes, when we first first met. Phoebe loves classical music too. I love classical music because I was a ballet dancer, but I also just love classical music en general. And I was so happy to meet someone who has the same appreciation for classical music as I do. Um, And we'll also like really delve into that on the pod. We'll talk about our favorite composers and... You know, if we can ever go to concerts ever again, we'll also talk about that. So it's very exciting. That would be an absolute dream to, like, go to concerts and then talk about it on the pod, having a a platform. Give a little review, you know. Absolutely. Um, Yes. And that was actually our first date. That was our first date. We went to a concert in Edinburgh. What was the concert? (laughs) It was, I think it was a European youth orchestra, like an Eastern. Oh, yes. And they were, yes, yes. And they were playing Shostakovich. They played Shostakovich, right? Exactly. And then, um, and it was like a, so it was like a mix of students from um, conservatories in Eastern Europe and also from London. So it was like. It was a really interesting mix. And they were it beautiful. was a really interesting mix, and the um and one the solo performance was this girl I forgot her name, but she was wearing a beautiful red dress. That's all I remember, and she played um, Rachmaninoff, right? Uh, I think she played a few pieces, but I remember she played um, the Lark Ascending. Oh yes, yes, which yes, is yes. simultaneously one of the most beautiful pieces and most boring pieces written um, <laughs> composed in history by Ralph Vaughn Williams, but that's besides the point. But that was, that's one of my favorite memories with Phoebe. Yes, and I, I remember I almost missed the train to Edinburgh, but I ran, I ran for you. 
Um, oh, you run for your life. <laughs> you, the you, only time you I'll run is if I'm late to like a ballet or a concert. I will otherwise refuse to run. Right, exactly. Yeah. But no, you ran and you made it and it was worth it. Yeah. We had a great time. We, I remember on the train and this was like, we still didn't really know each other. This was like the third time point. I had met you or something. Yeah. I know. And we were on, um, and I remember on the train, I brought my, um, my friend Peyton and Phoebe brought her sister Amanda and I was like, oh, I hope we all get along. And I remember on the train, we sat like behind, uh, we sat behind you and, um, we just like, I couldn't, none of us could sit down because no, we were I was all like standing, standing up. I was like standing on my chair and I turned around to face you guys. I remember that. <laughs> I remember it was so fun. And I was so like, fun. I've, I've, I remember I was like, okay, I've, I've found some really, really good friends here. So that's Aww. great. Phoebe, do you want to explain um, sort of the name for the oh, podcast? Because yes. okay. it's so interesting and so many people have asked me about it. So this name came to be because I was at a party um, like two years ago, I guess now. And uh, it had been kind of a tumultuous year. Like I had started out that year living in Switzerland and then I moved back mm-hmm. to New York, went back to high school. We'll get into that in another episode. Then I had like just moved again to live with different family than like a couple days before. And I was at this party and I was drinking red wine on a white couch. And my friend said, red wine, white couch. That's kind of risky. Uh, (laughs) And I just felt like it really just summed up my like current state of being and how I felt so just like precariously balanced in the world at that moment. Um, so that's the name, and I just feel like it really like sums it all up. It's really that moment of danger, living on the moment I of just, danger. Absolutely. It's actually, when you told me about it, um, not in the context of the podcast, but like um, just you told me about this mm-hmm. story, and I was like, that is, it's so poetic, and it's, you don't forget it. Yeah, like, it also like doesn't really, you don't need any explanation. It's just like no, you no understand it. No explanation needed. Yeah, and I just love like the the movement that it implies, you know, the impending movement. Yes, that's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And um, yeah, so we decided to make this, po- I guess I'll talk about why we decided oh, yes. to do a podcast. So um, yeah, for the, <laughs> so basically, after our first concert date, um, us meeting up just consisted of a lot of cafe dates. There's this um, really cute cafe in St. Andrews called Combini Cafe. And so last year we'd meet there like almost every we single went, day. We wouldn't even make plans to meet. I would just be in there drinking a matcha no, latte and Junie would walk in and be like, oh good, I'm glad you're here. I was expecting you. Right. And soon <laughs> I was expecting you. And soon it would become like, and yeah, before long it became a thing where I just sh- sort of showed up to, and hoping that you were there and you were always there. Like, you never failed <laughs> I, to I lived in there for a semester. I did. Yeah. Yes. And me too. And it was so fun. Yeah. And like every memory from that semester is definitely from Kambini. Like we, uh, so many things were discussed there. Oh yeah. And then, we lived, we lived <laughs> and our then lives in Kambini. <laughs> it was so fun. And then I think and, now um, we've, we've kind of transitioned over to taste, which is another cafe. We have, we have. Well, taste not now, I guess. Bit. Now we're transitioned to well, our kitchen. Now, now I'm sitting in <laughs> yeah. my bathroom. Yeah. Um, That's chic so. also. That's chic as well. Can do so oh, many things I, in there. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. So many things can be done in here. But um, basically we just thought um, that, since this pandemic sort of took us apart from each other, um, Phoebe's still in St. Andrews, mm-hmm. and I'm um, 
at home in Washington, D.C. So we're separated by an entire ocean, but and we wanted to keep our sort of cafe conversations going. So I so we thought, why not just make it into a podcast? That's, and sort of yes. share our conversations with everybody else. And also, like, in future episodes, we're going to interview our creative friends about their endeavors and pursuits. We're going to talk exactly. about lots of different interesting subjects, like... You know, I'll talk about astrology and literature. Junior will really go off on classical music. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm so excited. And in many ways, it's so similar to us at the cafe because I've introduced you to so many of my friends and you've introduced me to so many of your friends at the cafe. And then we always talk about, you know, what they're studying or their mm-hmm. dissertation or, you know, absolutely. Correct. I've learned so much. So this is, this is just our new cafe time and we get to invite everyone into it all, all across the world absolutely. to our listeners and fans all across the world, <laughs> who, I'm sure, <laughs> who I'm sure will be tuning into this very first episode. Right. So, yeah, so just feeding off of what Phoebe said, so there's going to be astrology, literature, Russian literature, which, Mm -hmm. like, um, I've talked to some people, they're really excited to hear Phoebe talk about Russian literature, and as am I, I know nothing about Russian literature. Oh, we'll talk all about it. We'll talk all about it, and then literature in general. Um, I would love to get more into sort of reading... I mean, like real books, I guess. Because what are you reading now? Do, like, what am I reading right now? Um, I'm currently not reading anything. Okay, well, we're um, gonna fix that. We're gonna. Fix I'm that. trying to read um, a guy's feelings for me. No, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> well, you know that's that's di- uh, that's advanced, difficult reading. Um, I know. No, no but I don't know. That. Like I right. I usually. I mean, in the past, um, I've just read. Like, you know, chiclet sort of, which is mm-hmm. fun, but I want to get more into reading. I feel so, like my mm-hmm. my reading side does not align with my music tastes. Okay, so we'll like we'll bring it up to par, you know what I'm saying? But also like right. there's so there's so many different genres you can read. I really read a melange of things. I think reading I feel like most free when I'm reading is one example. When I'm listening to classical music when I'm reading, because I just feel like again, to harp back to our name, red wine, white couch this like right. sense of impending movement or motion, like I feel best when I'm in movement, whether that means like, you know, exactly. I'm listening to classical music or like, you know, reading, like I feel an internal sense of movement and that really brings me right. the most joy. So we'll talk all about that. And I'm really excited. You always, you always give me the best recommendations for classical music because a lot of the classical music I listen to, I mean, I love, I mean, I really love Tchaikovsky. He's my favorite, but you know, he composed so many ballets so I'm very familiar with him, but you always expose me to new composers that I maybe hadn't listened to before, new pieces I hadn't heard about, and I, so I definitely want to get some more recs from you on that. Uh, oh my god, yes, and yeah. I'll be giving recs to all of our listeners, and maybe I'll create, like, a playlist. I would love to oh my, um, yes. I would, I talk would about that playlist. Sort of, yes, and I'd love, so many people have come to me asking for, like, a good classical music playlist, mm-hmm. like, they want to get more into classical mm-hmm. music, so I think it would be really fun to talk about that. I would, um, I would love to talk about that. To because classical music is so varied. It's not just Mozart um, or, like, quote-unquote boring music. It's actually oh God, very no. exciting. That's why people are like, oh, I find <laughs> classical. Even my own sister says this. She's like, it just puts me to sleep or it all sounds the same. And, like, how there's so many. We need to, like, you know, expose the people, the people right, of the podcast right. to different types of <laughs> different genres because there's so much beauty and there's so much richness now out there that I just – 
we want everyone to share in that experience. Exactly. It's so varied yeah. and like, you know, there's different classical music for different moods. I mean, obviously I have classical music that will put me to sleep. You have books that'll put you to sleep. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, but there's so many exciting pieces. So much of it is like, there's so much interesting music that's connected to like significant events in history, which mm-hmm. I think is so fascinating. So Especially, think, like, you know, with, with Russian history, there's so much music that's connected to Russian oh, history. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, which I love to, to study. I love that. Yeah. So, um, Julia, what have you been doing in quarantine? How have you been amusing yourself? Oh, my goodness. There is, like, no streamlined answer for what I've been doing. Okay, in. just tell us um, all. Tell us all. We want okay, to so I've been, you know, there's, like, a list of things that people will be doing in quarantine like I've been through it all like I've (laughs) genuinely been through it all like this is classic me sort of like trying to do everything but not mastering anything no I think you I think you mastered many of things that you've tried (laughs) um I doubt that but anyways what did I start so I started quarantine with oh I was gonna tie-dye have you have you tie-dyed I did I tie-dyed a whole sweatshirt and a sweatpants set did I see this um, I think so. Oh my god, but... I forgot. I'm so sorry. I'm sure it was beautiful. Yeah, no, pro- no problem. <laughs> it was... I managed to stain my entire back patio with oh. blue paint, with blue okay. dye. Well, it fits so... the mood of the of the times, you know, blue. It does. It's it's yeah. a blue time. It's a blue you know? time. Yeah, it's a blue period. <laughs> exactly. It's a blue period. <laughs> but that's what I started with. And then um, there was a local craft store that was like selling knitting stuff. And I was like, oh, of course, I'm going to support a local business. So I bought knitting needles and, and um, yarn. And I started to knit a scarf. Oh, my. I have, like, a scarf for a mou- mouse oh, right that, now. That's cute. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. <laughs> so that's why I stopped now, now you need at, to like, knit a, a tiny <laughs> scarf. Now you need to knit a mouse. Now I need to knit a mouse. Exactly. That's a great idea. And then, um, and then another, um, local business in, um, that my friend suggested, not local to me, but in local to her in California, um, they said they wanted some support. So I bought, uh, like an embroidery kit from them. So I embroidered, um, some fabric and then I decided that I was bored of embroidering. So, um, Can I just say, just to interrupt for a moment, all these like household yes. activities and crafts, that's a very Taurus thing to do because I just feel like Taurus is, they're an earth sign, they're very grounded, they're very practical, and I just feel like you're really embodying a Taurus right now. Oh, that's so good, because yeah. sometimes I feel like I don't entirely embody a Taurus sort of persona. Mm-hmm. But, I think you um, really do, in, in all the best ways. Okay, that's yeah. so good, because I feel like actually... What you see on Instagram, you know, it's not deep enough. No, no, they don't really delve into the whole zodiac. Right. Yeah, They you don't can, completely yeah. delve into it because there's all the houses and everything, right? Oh, there's the house system. There's aspects. You really have to look at the entire birth chart. Right. Which I can and teach we'll people. And we'll be touching on that. And in, one of, in an upcoming episode, I can teach people how to read their own birth charts. Right. Oh, my yeah. God. That's actually such a great idea. So stay tuned. And, yeah, so <laughs> what else have I done? And then after embroidery, I decided to start exercising. That's good. So that's actually th- – that's the one thing that I've succeeded at so far. 
Um, I've managed to consistently like run in the mornings, which is really nice. It's the only thing that keeps me like, it's the only structure that I have right now. That's amazing. As I said before, I will only run if I'm late to a performance. Um, (laughs) so there's no performances happening right now, so I am not running. (laughs) So I guess Phoebe's not running. (laughs) I, I just don't feel like it's the time to test my lung capacity, you know? No, so it's, yeah. it's, I, I feel like there's less regulation where I am right now, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have, in the UK, you have, like, once a day, sort of. Well, no one, there's not, like, like, men with guns on the streets of St. Andrews, I don't think anyone's, no, like, patrolling, no, so, so, yeah. I don't, there's nobody in my suburban neighborhood yeah. today, but, <laughs> at this time, but also, anyways. just a note to any runners who are listening to this, like, I'll just be going for one of my evening strolls. And a runner will run up right behind me, like, not adhering to the six feet, two oh. meters, whatever. And so if you're a runner, just stay back, run your own course, don't run mine. That's a PSA. Right. Yeah. Here's a tip for runners, for my fellow runners. If you see a pedestrian in your, um, in your way, use that as a chance to do a little sprint. Sprint six feet away to the left sprint another six feet and then back to the right and you're away then you've avoided the person that's such a good tip and you get a better workout you get some variety exactly yeah exactly um who would have known social distancing (laughs) um do you have anything else to add to what you've been doing oh you've been making really baking yes i was gonna ask you about that and about your oatmeal which i'm very jealous oh i make a lot of (laughs) I make a lot of oatmeal like every morning I'll have a heaping bowl of something it'll either be oatmeal or like an acai bowl or cereal and um I don't know why every day like every day without fail I send Phoebe a picture of my breakfast bowl I mean it's the highlight of my day and it's not even yeah yeah it's the highlight of my day and I get very jealous I wish you were here to make me some I wish I were there to make you some I mean it's almost become a thing where like I dress my porridge up <laughs> to make it pretty so that I can send it to Phoebe so she can compliment my porridge. So oh, I, I had no something. idea of this whole, <laughs> I can feel something. I had no idea of this whole backstory, but I'm really happy to be um, such an integral part of your morning like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. How about, how about you? What have you been doing, Phoebe? Okay. So honestly, like this is a little sad and I've honestly had a little couple meltdowns about this, but I don't feel like my life has changed that much which really causes me to question what was I doing with my life before like I've just been going for walks by the sea and dancing around my apartment bumping into walls you know listening to the birds those are all healthy things listening to the birds chirp in St. Andrews um the seagulls do you Um, do you speak bird yet I think I've spoken bird for quite some time actually so I do communicate with them until now I always had a feeling, but it's really, it's really come full circle now. Um, and, oh, I started watercoloring. I ordered a watercolor set. Ooh, I did have I a, love that. I love it. I did have a moment um, quite early on in the quarantine where I was like, maybe this is my life now. Like, maybe this is my new medium. I'm a watercolor artist. And then I became intensely frustrated with the quality of my watercolors, and I kind of gave up. But now I've gotten back into it. Um <sighs> Just actually, can I cut in there for a second? Oh, go ahead. I go read, ahead. I read, um, and this is really a fitting theme for quarantine. Mm-hmm. I read somewhere that um, online that sort of people have now in this day and age become obsessed with like 
capitalizing off of a hobby. Like, everything has Mm -hmm. to be a side hustle. You always have Mm -hmm. to be on the move. But, like, back in the early 1900s, not that we want to go back there, you know, people Mm -hmm. would do things for fun. You you had horrible opera singers, but they sang just because they wanted to sing. You don't have to be amazing to sing Mm -hmm. or to play music or to watercolor. Thank you, Junior, for the support. Yeah, no, I'm definitely... I almost feel like I should try to capitalize off one of my hobbies a little bit more. Um, I actually don't feel that pressure at all, hence why I'm saying I don't feel like my life has changed at all in this quarantine. (laughs) So maybe, like, I should feel that pressure a little bit more, but that's okay. Um, I've just been kind of lounging. I have a chaise, which is my favorite piece of furniture ever. Oh, I love And it's right by my window, and I just kind of, like, sit on my chaise. I poise myself on my chaise, and I look out my window all day. And occasionally, if I see a person walk by, I'll just stick my head out my window and stare at them until they go out of sight. Um, oh, like the ice cream store? Oh, let's tell that story. So I live, <laughs> I live across story. the street from an ice cream store. And I didn't even notice. Like, I mean, I didn't notice. I'll, I'll continue. So I was just, you know, I was sitting by my window um, all day, as I do, on my chaise, just thinking, pondering life. Again, not an abnormality for me. I always <laughs> do this. Um, and in the afternoon, kind of more towards the evening, I heard someone whistle at my window and it was the guy. Oh, it was a whistle? It was a whistle. Yeah. And it was How the... provincial. <laughs> it was the guy from the ice cream shop and he said, you looked so sad looking out your window all day. <laughs> sad. So sad. Um, so we, I brought you some ice cream. I'm going to leave it by your front door. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. Um, so I guess I just looked so miserable that I got free ice cream, which I now I'm like, what else can I get from just looking sad? So I kind of have been like looking out my window, pouting a little bit more maybe than I would usually. Um, You've, with that, you've achieved more than most in quarantine. Thank you. Yeah, I did feel pretty accomplished. Using your, right, using your skills, your eyes. My my pouting To capture the soul of, 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 of an the ice time. cream worker. Oh, oh, okay, and yeah. No, I did feel I I thought it was quite nice and I liked it. Uh, and no, he brought ras- he brought raspberry sorbet, which is like right up there next to pistache with my favorite flavors. So I was like very pleased with that. I think he like intuited something of my soul. So maybe we're gonna you know get closer during this time. I don't know. I haven't seen him since, but oh, is the ice yeah. cream still um, store still open? It's not open, but they're doing like home deliveries. So there is like like a lone worker in there every day scooping oh. ice cream uh, maybe you should try capturing his eye maybe I should just maybe I'll just <laughs> I'll really like pose by my window um all day and night yeah maybe I'll finally yeah um but that was a funny story and I thought that was nice um, yeah what else have you been doing Anything? so um yeah I've just been reading a lot also like usual nothing's really changed um but I just I just this evening actually finished uh, my book that I was reading um Ada by Nabokov and it was so beautiful I'd never read it before I'd read some of his other works but I think this is his longest work actually um Ooh. and I wait tell it. us about like the genre like the author so Vladimir Vladimirovich Nabokov um, was a Russian, um, a lot of people say like Russian-American because he's, he published most of his works in America, most of his famous works in America and in English, but he was from Russia, um, author of Lolita, very famous, um, one of my favorite oh, okay. authors, um, but he has like so many works out there, like a lot of people just know him as like the author of Lolita, um, but 
Yeah, so many beautiful works. Um, I also recommend my other favorite of his, Speak Memory, which is, is like, you know, him like recapturing his lost childhood in pre-revolutionary Russia. It's very beautiful and painful and all that. Um, But this one, Ada, is about these two incestuous cousins who actually find out kind of, you know, um, that they're not cousins, they're brother and sister. So it's very spicy. It's oh, very even better. Fun. Even better. Yeah. I know, right? That's what. That's basically what they say. They're like, even better. Um, oh, my goodness. And it's kind of about the first part really, like, um, captures their childhood. So they're 12 and 14 about when they fall in love at this countryside estate. And it's very, oh, wow. it's like beautiful. It's the longest section of the book, them just falling in love and, you know, um, falling in love and lust in the countryside. It's very beautiful. Oh, the bliss. The, the bliss. bliss. The bliss. Um, and then it kind of takes them, they have this lifelong affair until they're in their 90s and until death, basically, and they keep, you know, getting separated and coming back together. It's so beautiful. It's so, one of the reasons why I love Nabokov is his language is just so sensuous and, like, I really derive pleasure from his language and just the way that he puts words together. Um, it's just so, yeah. And I also really, another big part of this book is um, that it speaks to time a lot and the nature of time. And um, a lot of his books do too. Like a lot of people seem to take, I suggest his works to like my friends and they might be kind of like horrified. They're like, I don't want to read Lolita. It's about, you know, um, pedophilia or I don't want to read this. It's about incest, but it's not really, that's just the surface level. Once you really puncture right. the surface, it's more about, time and all that jazz um and it's really I did read I was reading an article um about Nabokov the other day and I think the writer said like the erotica is a dalliance of the intellect rather than the flesh and I really love that it does feel that's very, amazing yeah it's like a lot of you just derives this sensuous pleasure from the words which I think is so amazing and beautiful and I I would just love for everyone to experience that I do have a quote from the book, if you'd like to hear it. Oh, it was let's one of, hear it. It was, one of my fav- it. it was one of my favorite lines. So it's after they become reunited, after um, being separated for, I think, like 15 years or something. Um, so here we go. He avoided looking at that part of Otto, which is called the face, a vivid, divine, mysteriously shocking part, which, in that essential form, is rarely met with among human beings. Pasty and warty mar- marks do not count. Ada, on the other hand, could not help her dark eyes from turning to him every other moment, as if with each glance she regained her balance. I just love that. It's so beautiful. That is so beautiful. I love, so beautiful. I love language. I know, me too. Like, I love language as well. It's um, amazing what it's words so, can do. I was just like, yeah, like you, I really, I, I'm transported I really, yeah. me. I really delight in, like, language at that caliber as much as I do as classical music um, or, like, you know, balletic language. Um, it's just so many amazing ways to communicate the innermost beings, the essential parts of our soul. Um, but you I see, love, that's what yeah. I love. That's what I love about you. Like hearing you talk about, um, you know, your books with such passion. It's just beautiful. I love it. I love passion. It's in people. As long as people are passionate about something, I feel like I can get Well, you know, you and I, with our combination of Leo and Scorpio placements, we're very passionate people. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know what? Um, but yeah, I just love that. Passion's a good thing. <laughs> I love that he avoided looking at the part of her, which is called the face. I love it. 
a divine, mysteriously shocking yes. part. Um, I love that. So beautiful. Um, so that's so great. Oh, okay. And I'm also just to transition. Um, I also have formed a new crush in the quarantine. In let's the, talk in the about. So, <laughs> let's talk about your new crush. We'll talk about my new crush. So, um, you know, we have lack of opportunity to form new crushes on people we actually know because quarantine. Um, so, although again, not that unusual for me to form a crush on someone entirely unattainable. In this case, who I've never met and probably never will meet. But I was Phoebe. Phoebe, mm-hmm. we yes. will make it happen. I think we can make it happen. We'll make it happen. I think. I think if he listens to the pod, like he might fall in love with me, and it could happen. But I think we should like add him somehow. Can we do that? Can you do that on the Instagram? Um, Jimmy has the technical opera- brains behind the operation. I think. Yes, we, like, I will. We can. We're gonna add him. We're gonna poke him virtually somehow. So yes, we're gonna be like, hi, we mentioned you on this podcast. Podcast. Please, please listen to us. Take a listen. Two twenty-year-olds in. Scotland. Well, like, he's only he's only twenty two. He's about to turn twenty three, so it's very age appropriate. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, you didn't That's, think that. You didn't oh, think he's that. age. He's an age appropriate. He's crush. Age appropriate crush. Oh, they're sort of far oh. in between for me. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, no. <laughs> so I was, you know, I was going to YouTube, and I was trying to listen to some classical music. I decided to listen to Tchaikovsky Piano Concerto Number no. Two. Do you know this piece? Yes. So beautiful. I love. I love it. There's a beautiful Balanchine Ballet to this piece. It's so moving. Oh my goodness. I always feel like when I'm listening to it, like I'm just like coming through this fog and I'm just like it is coming alive again or it's just like I'm coming through the fog and like touching such a, a part of myself that otherwise doesn't get touched. Anyways. So Yeah, it's absolutely one of sort of the gems of the classical music repertoire. And see, I wouldn't even definitely... know. I wouldn't even know that it was considered a gem if they didn't have your expertise. Oh my goodness. It is definitely one. So it's a concerto, which is sort of like a three part solo piece for um, a solo instrument. And um, basically, this one is one of the most famous ones and an absolute masterpiece. It's, It's one of the first pieces I remember hearing as a child in concert. So it definitely holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, and if you're um, if you're curious about it, you can Google it, and there's a beautiful Balanchine by the same name um, to it, which I absolutely love as well. Yes, um, and if you want, you can watch it and listen to the music at the same time. So if you get bored just listening, you can watch. What, the music. what do they say? They no, say, watch the ballet. They say, see the music, hear the dance. Right, yeah. and you know, like Balanchine always said. Um, That's what he said. If you're Oh, did he? I, I also th- I oh, thought I know he, also said, yeah, he also said that, though. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. If yeah. he if um if you don't like the dance, just close your eyes and enjoy the music. And he was fantastic. Balanchine was a fantastic curator of music. He like, chose the best music for his ballet. He like, chose um, the best music. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so why don't we we'll insert a little clip of him playing. OK, um, wait, but I haven't even said his name yet. I haven't even said his name yet, but we'll oh, insert okay, it. We'll insert ahead. it at some point. We'll so insert, I'm yeah. watching. I just clicked on a video. Um, of Tchaikovsky Piano Concerto Number no. 2 um, because, you know, as I do, I wanted to listen to it. And I'm kind of doing other things. I'm, like, you know, puttering around my apartment. And I just, like, happen to glance at the video and I see the pianist. And I'm like, who is that? It's, like, this beautiful man playing the piano. So I Google him. His name is Alexandre Cantoreau. I hope I said that correctly. I apologize, Alex, if you're listening, and I butcher your name, because I think it's a beautiful name. Um, And it turns out he's, like, 22, going on 23, 
he's like this like very successful um, musician. He won the Tchaikovsky competition in Russia. Um, Absolutely, one of like top competitions. If you come out of there, you're you're top. I like kind of fell down this rabbit hole of just watching all his videos on YouTube. Um, He's like he has this very haunted looking face, which I really enjoy. Um, he has obviously like beautiful hands, um, very long, like beautiful pianist hands, pianist hands, so beautiful. Um, and so not only did I love his face, but I also just loved the emotion that he put into his playing. And I could tell like, Oh, what a soulful performer. And just like what you could tell that he was really experiencing like another, he was in a totally different universe while he was playing and performing. And I just thought that was so beautiful and it really touched me. It really touched me. Um, and I also, maybe we can put in the video of him playing Tchaikovsky's Piano Concerto Number 2 because, like, there was one moment where the camera was just on his hands. And, oh, my God, it was, I've never, I don't know if I've just never noticed before, but I've just never seen someone playing the piano that, like, with hands that beautifully. Like, so gentle, but, like, oh, I mean, just Right. It's beautiful. actually, I mean, it's a, such an amazing art. Like, the 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 act of playing the piano like technically you're pushing buttons but there's so 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 much to it and you know you have to be strict like your fingers are so strong when you play um the piano but in the same way you have to be super delicate and it's just so fascinating yeah and I really like that balance I think it's a really nice balance to strike with your hands so it is such a great balance (laughs) so I really enjoyed watching that um and yeah, so I've, now I've watched, like, every existing interview with him and video, um, and he's my new crush. Yes. So let's insert a clip of right let's here insert. of him playing the Tchaikovsky Piano Concerto. So just to clarify, this is the Tchaikovsky Piano Concerto number 2 in G major, opus 44. And here, Alexandre is performing it with the Marinsky Orchestra, um, conducted by Valery Gergiev, who is a fantastic conductor, um, one of the greatest of all time. So let's listen. <laughs>
that's so beautiful. Oh, that's I love so that much. piece so much, and I love when he's playing it even more. <laughs> Isn't I know, that funny? and it's actually the best. It's you feel so elated when you're playing music, and like watching him play just mm-hmm. brought me to another place. Um, one of my favorite things to do is to perform. I mean, it's definitely not the best feeling like before, um, but like. You, you know, with performance anxiety mm-hmm. and all of that, like it, it will never go away. But being on stage and performing, you feel like you're on another planet. Like you feel elated. It's, it's like drugs. It's insane. It's my favorite yeah, feeling. Yeah. I, oh God, that's something I miss. I mean, I miss so much about ballet, but that's what I miss so much. Like, like, yeah, like before I would always stand in the wings and feel dizzy. Like I was just going to pass out. Right. And then you just go on stage and like, you just feel the most joy that you've ever felt in your entire life. And it's, yeah, like you're totally in another right. universe. Like, yeah. It's like so a beautiful. performer's high. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely yeah. amazing. But I also, I feel like I experience that uh, in the audience sometimes too. And like the performance is really that great. Like I have, I have right. that same sense of exhilaration and just totally being transformed and transported and like, you know, time right. doesn't exist and all that. But that's what makes a fantastic performer is when they manage to pull you, the audience, a listener, into their world. Into that experience as well. Yeah. Into that experience. We can both have that experience. Yeah. And that is something that as a performer, I strive to do, which like... I've never seen you perform. I'm so excited. Junior has a very big concert coming up next year, so I'm very excited. I have a recital next year and I'm in the process of choosing repertoire for it, but I'm really excited. It's in the new music center in St. Andrews, so... I'm very excited. This is is what I'm looking forward to. It's like my one, the one thing I'm looking forward to. Right, I'm hoping... It's it's safe from um, coronavirus, hopefully. It's a full, like... 10 months from now yeah let's so. just let's just say we're going to be in the clear by then yeah. <laughs> For I mean sanity. worst case scenario I'll be playing there and Phoebe will be my audience and, and it'll be just will... me but you know I'll, I'll clap loud enough I'll bravo right, and I'll pull you yeah. into my high yeah exactly we'll just, yeah, yeah. and we'll just dance together on another planet you know oh and that was so beautiful Junior I loved that dance yeah. together on another planet that was so beautiful I like yeah, but that's, that. that's what performing is, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. So fun. If you have any ideas that you want to, or um, any topics you want to hear us talk about on the pod, on the podcast, let us know. Just like our, oh, our Instagram is redwine.whitecouch, at redwine.whitecouch. Exactly. Yeah, so you can find anything, us on the gram. Yeah. Right, definitely follow us on the gram. Um, and if there's any topic, like Phoebe said, that you want us to talk about or discuss, then please let us know. Nothing is weird. Nothing is too weird for us. Nothing's too mm-hmm. out of this world. We can literally talk about anything and we'll talk about anything. it for hours. Yeah, for sure. Um, like what? What else? Like food, travel. Um, yeah, hopefully, fashion. I <laughs> hopefully one day we can talk about travel again. That's going to be really exciting. Right. Yeah, I know. Um, but we can talk about like travel stories, you know? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. So we can talk about like, oh, yeah, I have so many interesting. Look at us you just brainstorming on the travel stories. You do too, though, because I, we, I'm sure, you know, we'd all love to hear about Iceland. And, you know, I love, I really love to travel oh, to some. My friends locations. know, yeah. Okay, my well, friends know that I could talk about Iceland forever. Yeah, Icelandic fishing quota. It's really all fascinating to us. So. Right. No. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's endless things to talk yeah. about. 
Um, so thank you so much for listening to our episodes. This was kind of just like an introduction to us and the pod. We're going to have more specific and focused um, podcasts on different topics. And as I said before, we're going to interview different people, different uh, creators and artists that we're friends with. So you guys can listen to that. And yeah, just send us any, send us anything, any questions, any topics that you want to hear about. Yes, absolutely. And thank you so much for listening. Thank um, you. Yeah, and thanks for, I'm so happy that we get to share our sort of, co- our cafe conversations. Yeah, this, that was really just like a typical conversation at the cafe. Right, yeah. exactly. So um, I'm happy that, that we have some people listening. Yes, so continue hopefully, to listen. Hopefully some. Perk <laughs> up those ears. Perk <laughs> up those ears. And so, yeah, and I'm so happy I get to do this with you, Phoebe. Yes, I miss like, you, dear Junia. You're Junior. so far away. I miss you so much. I, I'm just know? down the street from where Junia lives when she's in St. Andrews and Every time I walk at that end of town, I'm just like, but where is Junia? She's not here. Oh, it's I'm really, empty. yeah, it's totally empty. Um, all but, my clothes are there. Oh, I know, and yeah, all her clothes are there, and, and I my, keep telling and her. And my rabbit. And your rabbit. I even, like, my stuffed you, rabbit is there. If I, we'll just, we'll just delve into this. If I was separated from my um, stuffed animal, he's a snowman, his name is Moody, I would just go I ballistic. Moody. I don't think it could actually survive. So I've, I've actually been a little bit concerned about Bunny over in your empty apartment. But uh, I am just down the street from Bunny, so I am taking care of that. Him. Right. That yeah. makes me feel so much better that you're down the street from Bunny. No, like, I'm literally I, just down I'm the street from like, Bunny. And you know if you ever needed me to go and, like, break into your flat and get Bunny, I, I would. Oh, well, breaking into my flat is no problem. But <laughs> <laughs> no one advertise that. I've done it that, so you? many times. Um, yeah, oh, so wait. Yeah, that's not a good thing to advertise. But they don't know where you live. It's okay. for another time. Yeah, it might excite them. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, that's basically... Thank you. thank you so much, you guys, for listening. Tune in again. Yeah. Tune in again next time. Okay, bye. White couch, red wine, red wine, red wine, red wine, white couch. Red wine, white couch, red wine, white couch, red wine, white couch, red wine.